0: that's understood explains wherever you get your podcasts
1: Welcome to the Edit Your Life Podcast. I'm Christine Coe and I'm Asha Dornfest and we're here to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. We share practical ways
0: to declutter your home schedule and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection.
1: And we believe that baby steps are the key to getting there friends, Asha here, and this is my first solo episode. I thought I would just talk to you on my own today because, uh, you know, as the parent of two now college students, that's right, I am days away from dropping my youngest off for college. Uh, you know, it occurred to me that I could really offer a personal sort of inside perspective on the college application process. Now, For those of you parents who have, uh, you know, rising um, high school seniors, you're probably thinking a lot about the college applications and probably so are they. And I just thought that this would be a really good chance as summer is ending to just give you a glimpse into some first steps um, into the application process. Now, I'm not talking about an exhaustive, you know, let me tell you every single detail you need to know. But I know that for me, when I started this process with my son years ago, he's now going to be a college senior. I felt like I was sort of on my own. I mean, not on my own in terms of information. There was more than enough information out there, but I just wanted to hear from somebody who had actually been through the process with their kid, supporting them through it. So, you know, again, to give you some context, I have two kids. My oldest is going to be a senior in college. My youngest is going to be a freshman. And they're both out of state, um, two very, very different human beings with different personalities, different ideas about what they are interested in, what their styles are. So, you know, I really had the experience of supporting two different people through this process. I also volunteer at the local high school, college, and career center. And so I've also gotten to get a little glimpse of what it's like for other high school seniors and juniors who aren't my kids. And so I feel like. You know, I've just had a chance to talk to quite a few people who've gone through this process. There's just so much anxiety about it, both for parents and for kids. And my hope is just by offering a few of my thoughts, it can ratchet down that anxiety a little bit just because I can share what it was like for us, what worked for us. And again, I don't plan on giving you this exhaustive guide to college applications. I just want to give you one parent's perspective on what it was like. So my hope is that this is really just a a way for you to relax into the process as you get started. All right, folks, I have quite a few tips for you. I will get to those after a quick break.
0: Especially in this digital age, since we're well beyond handwritten journals and letters to convey history, the preservation of stories is so important, especially from the moms and mom figures in our lives. And if you've been looking for a way to collect those stories but aren't sure how to start, I have a recommendation for you. StoryWorth makes it easy. Every week, they email a loved one of your choosing a question prompt that you pick. For example, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? And what aspects of having children didn't turn out the way you expected? Your loved one responds to that email with a story of any length. You will receive copies of these emails as they are submitted And after one year, StoryWorth compiles the stories and any photos provided into a keepsake book. A friend recently shared how moving it was that her mom gifted copies of her StoryWorth album to immediate family members, a genius idea for expanding the preservation and sharing of those stories to people in different households and generations. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years, StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com edit. That's storyworth.com edit to save $10 on your first purchase. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera, which I take every morning.
1: All right, folks, I'm back and I am talking about college application first steps. And my first tip is really a big picture tip, and that is to accept ambiguity. (laughs) And that is a really hard thing to do. Very easy to say. Sounds like it's easy enough, but it's hard to do. The fact is, college admissions is more arbitrary and opaque than we like to believe. And I think that's part of what makes it so maddening and frustrating for students and also for parents. I mean, the requirements seem straightforward enough. You know, I mean, there's an application, there are tests, you know, you get the recommendation letters, you know, and essays and all of that. But the bottom line is that who actually ends up getting into a given school really changes from year to year based upon all sorts of factors. And most of those factors are beyond anyone's control. Um, you know, things like how many students apply in a given year, what that demographic spread is of that group, what the college is looking for in terms of balancing that freshman class. So, my best advice at this point, right at the outset is just to do the best you can on researching which colleges to apply to. Spend some time on your application and take the time and care to really do it so that you feel good about it. But once you're done and you hit that submit button, and you will hit the submit button someday, let it go. Just release it to the universe and know that you did your best and that something is going to work out. All right, my next tip is for parents, and that is to try as hard as you can to release expectations and let your kid lead the process. Express trust in your kid. And, you know, it's hard because not so much because you don't trust them, but everybody feels like so much is riding on this. And, of course, college applications are really important but everyone has to go through the process in their own way. So, I mean, and that's tricky. It's, it's a big process. I mean, it's, it's both a bureaucratic job with forms and dates and buttons to push and all of that stuff, deadlines. And it's also this personal process with questions to answer about yourself, values to consider, finances to assess. So these can lead to some pretty new kinds of conversations and everyone needs different forms of support. So I think as best you can, let your kid take the lead on it, but at the same time, don't hesitate to help with details and deadlines. I know that that was the best way that I could support my kids when they were going through their applications. They needed to take the lead on actually what was going on, but I could help them by making up some lists here and there and really reminding them about deadlines. And we found that that worked pretty well for the most part. Okay, so college research, which college? So that's such an overwhelming question, isn't it? So I would suggest that you ask questions of your kid to help narrow down options. We found that the best way to narrow down the list of colleges to apply to is to really start sort of looking internally and asking things like, where in the country are you interested in living? Do you need to go to an in-state school or an or is an out-of-state school an option? That might have to be, you know, a very important question connected to finances. What fields of study are you interested in? Are you interested in playing sports? How about going to school where your friends go? Or maybe your kid wants to get away from all the high school crowd and start somewhere new. Maybe they want to go to a big school or a small school. It's not that You can expect everybody to have super clear cut answers to these questions or that their final decision might not actually, I mean, might not actually fit what they think right now, but it can at least help narrow down that list. I think another thing that really helps now are online tours and virtual visits at college websites. Colleges have really stepped up their game during COVID in order to give people an opportunity to get to know the campus without having to travel there? The fact is there's no right or wrong answer. And I think another reality that we had to face when we were going through this process was there's just no way to know which college is absolutely right. Even when you are open to all sorts of colleges and are trying to assess if it's going to be a good fit for your kid. Bottom line, we can't really know if it's a good fit until they're there, until they start classes, sometimes until they've gone through a semester or a whole year. So I think in some ways, from where I stand now, that can help sort of release some of the stress, although it probably doesn't feel like it when you're at the beginning of this process. Just know that there are all sorts of ways to whittle down that list. Okay, my next tip is to communicate realistic financial constraints to your kid. I think it's really important for kids to understand that, you know, they obviously have heard all about the cost of college. That is something that a lot of kids actually worry about and they worry about the strain on their family. But I think it's a really good thing to open up that conversation and remind them that the cost of college tuition is really a decision for the family and it has to work for the family system. I think it's really helpful to kids when they can actually have that conversation with you and don't be afraid to set that boundary with them. The education that they get in all sorts of different places can be fantastic for them. So in some States community college is actually free. Sometimes that's something that you should actually look into. Um, and those, those transfer credits actually work well in a in-state school in some States. Um, you know, the in-state out-of-state tuition difference is really significant. Um, All of that said, it's a little bit of a gray area because even the most expensive colleges often provide merit aid and financial aid. So sometimes a college that looks like it's going to be really expensive when you look at the numbers on the website. I mean, if your kid gets a full ride scholarship, that's great. Now, obviously, that doesn't happen all the time, but it's it's enough of a gray area that it's worth investigating what kind of financial aid a college gives. Bottom line, your kid can apply wherever they want. But if you've had that conversation ahead of time, it'll be so much easier to cross that bridge once the acceptance letters come in and you can discuss the options when it's time to make a decision.
0: As you know, I am all about micro improvements. And if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations, and their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com slash edit. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy.
0: And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom.
1: So next, let's talk a little bit about standardized tests, the SAT, the ACT, the big tests that they need to take in order to uh, apply to college. Well, first of all, um, it's worthwhile looking on the websites of the colleges they're applying to to see if those colleges actually require these tests. Many colleges have gone test optional, especially during this COVID year. They're, you know, holding off on some of those test requirements. Um You know, I'm not going to comment on whether or not it's smart to take the test anyway. In some cases, some kids, you know, go ahead and do that. My daughter did not submit any test scores to her college applications, but it's just because all of her test dates got canceled. Amazingly. Um, It might also be that your kid's high school actually uh, runs the test, so they might not have to sign up at all. But that is definitely something to look into. And check those college websites to see what their requirements are. Finally, I just want to be sure that everybody knows that Khan Academy, which is a fantastic free online learning portal, offers free SAT test prep for anybody. So that is there and available. All right, let's talk about college essays. I think that college essays are actually a wonderful opportunity for kids to have a moment of introspection. But of course, that's my perspective for kids. It's often sort of an excruciating process to write these essays because they're personal essays. Oftentimes kids who are very comfortable writing academic essays, they're new to writing something personal. Um, And so sometimes when you're trying to support your kid through writing college essays, it's hard to know how to do that. Um, And I have a resource for you, which I think is one of the best resources I've ever seen. And that is Katherine Newman's article on something she calls love storming. It's basically a family process for asking questions, sort of teasing out some of the lessons and the, and the events in a kid's life that might actually inspire a college essay. Now, when I say college essay, keep in mind that there is actually more than one college essay that your kid's going to be writing. So when they apply to college, usually they do so through um, a portal called the Common App or the Coalition App. It is one single application that gets submitted to multiple schools. So there is a single essay that goes in that Common App or Coalition App application. But then the individual schools that your student applies to they often have additional essay prompts that they would like students to fill in. So just keep that in mind. There's going to be a, there's going to be a bit of writing in addition to filling out the application. Um so just something something that, you know, something to something to keep in mind just to set those expectations. All right. What about financial aid? We talked about money a little bit when we were talking about, you know, where to apply and communicating financial constraints, but it's also important to know that there is a separate um, application process for financial aid. And um, most college websites will explain what that is. So I just wanted to point that out that that, that there's probably going to be some work for parents gathering some financial paperwork and some numbers, and know that there are probably going to be some forms for you to fill out as well. So that is something to take a look at. And then finally, I want to really encourage your kid. To connect with whatever school resources are available, uh, you know, once school starts back up. So, people like guidance counselors. Maybe the school has a college advisor or a college center. Um, I'm sure there are teachers and coaches that your kid might, you know, want to go to for advice. Or, at, you know, who knows? Maybe they're the teachers and coaches they'll ask for letters of recommendation. Um, most high schools have some sort of support and some sort of way to help support seniors as they go through this process. So be sure that your kid, you know, looks into that once they get back to school, I can tell you right now, they will be ahead of the game just because they've already started, you know, gathering their thoughts, gathering some of their materials for this process. And that is, that's like the biggest thing right there, giving themselves time. So, that's it. Hopefully that is a good place to get you started, um, giving you some first steps, just starting to look into what, you know, what this process is going to entail. Maybe your kid might start drafting a few of those essays, writing a few notes. Maybe they might create their accounts at Common App or Coalition App so they can start thinking about what that application is going to look like. And just know that they are, gonna get through this process and so are you. There is a educational fit for just about everyone. And if it ends up being community college or even a gap year or whatever, just know that there are so many opportunities out there, even if they don't look exactly like what you think, you know, what what you have in your head. I found the whole process, I mean it was stressful at times to be sure, but it was also incredibly illuminating, both about my kids And just about us and this next phase in our parenting life. I still can't exactly wrap my head around it to tell you the truth, but I'm sure I will be talking to you more. I will, you know, send some dispatches from the empty nest in the weeks and months to come. All right, friends, I have a year next edit for this episode, and that is to read Love storming. Catherine Newman's amazing article, which I will link up in the show notes. I just found that article to be so, that process that she outlined, it was just so encouraging and humane and loving. I just think that you will feel incredibly encouraged when you read it too. And I will link up a bunch of other stuff in the show notes as well. I will link up the Common App, the Coalition App, some of these college application websites and um, a bunch of other good stuff that you might want to click through just to get yourself started again, just to sort of think about um, what kind of role you want to play as you support your student. All right, friends, you'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to the resources we've mentioned, plus lots of great related episodes at EditYourLifeShow.com. And as always, we would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Chat with us on Instagram or Facebook at Edit Your Life Show. Or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. We'd also be very grateful if you would drop us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening.
2: No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack.